All right. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode of Optimal You. Can't believe we're here already at episode number eight. Uh, today, in-house, awesome guest. Super excited to have him here. My good friend, Taylor Lloyd. How you doing, Taylor? I'm good, Joe. I'm good, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This this is like the most legit thing I've ever done. <laughs> no, you've done you've done many legit things in your life. I'm glad we could finally hook up, connect, and and find a good time that worked for both of us. Uh, you know, the scheduling both got lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what I'm glad to, today worked out for you, and and that you're here. Uh, for those of you watching for the first time. Uh, what Optimal You is about, it's a, it's a podcast vlog that is designed to enable individuals to live their optimal lives. And, and Taylor, I've got you here today because you've been through some stuff in your life, <laughs> yeah. as we all have, right? We, yeah. we all go through things and you've been through some pretty tough stuff. But the awesome thing is, is that you've worked yourself through those situations. I and have. I have done that. I, I somewhat, think <laughs> somewhat working, work your way out or working on your way out. Yeah. Both, you know what, are, are, are very equal impressive because, you know, what's, what's worse is not doing anything or making your situation worse. And I, and I think it's impressive and that you should be applauded and that your story can help individuals in a, in a similar situation or those who will hear your message and just relate and connect with it. So, uh, so I'm excited to go through some of the things uh, that you're going to share with us today and on how you are living your optimal life right now or, or, or what you plan to do to live your optimal life. Right on. Now, uh, a, a little intro to the Joe and Taylor relationship. We go, we go back to high school. Way back. <laughs> right? yeah, way back. And, you know, it's crazy. That was almost 12 years ago. Well, at least graduation, like high school, 13, oh, so 14. Oh, it was, yeah, longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Years. Which That's is a long time. A long time. But I think we first, like we knew each other, but then we became really good friends in marketing. And I think it was our senior year when we had... Uh, the school store. The school store under, yeah. under Joe and Taylor. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe that Deb ever let that happen but best oh, year of my life dude down. we rocked that school store we were we were the best store owners there <laughs> no you were the best i was the best at leaving you were the best at keeping the store it. open <laughs> i got it don't worry oh yeah dude you want to you want to go let's do this oh so fun and you know we went to uh nationals in orlando oh, even yeah. we competed at state you yeah that? dude <laughs> so fun. i actually almost <laughs> forgot about that joe dude how could you forget about that i i could i wouldn't forget about that <laughs> but like i that wasn't coming to mind you know like yeah. when we were talking oh, yeah. about it <laughs> yeah but yeah dude me you and and seth and deb and <laughs> Oh, oh Seth. Oh, Seth. <laughs> oh, Seth with my yo-yo. Oh, Seth White, you're great. If you hear this, you're, you're awesome. Love you, Seth. <laughs> you were the uh, marketing guru. <laughs> the man. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious. You, you know, you said you didn't think of that when it came to mind. So when, when you think of the Joe Taylor relationship, what do you think about? What, what comes to mind? Uh, high school, really, man. <laughs> I th the school store comes to mind when I think of the Joe and Taylor relationship because... <laughs> Just because I, I remember, I really do remember like feeling bad some days, like I'm so stupid, like why'd I do that to Joe? But you always just came through, man, always came through to, Heck and yeah. you always had my back too, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think some of what you're going to share, right, like 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you, you left school a lot to uh, do some fun <laughs> recreational activities, right? I did. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was doing. That's, yeah. that's what you were doing. Every time. Yeah. And Maybe not every time, but most times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> recreational learning, man. That's, that's where I... Yeah, that's that's where I'd go. Yeah. You, I, I remember one instance, and I don't know why I remember this memory, but I remember... We were talking and, and you were talking to me and telling me that you told your mom, you told her that you were smoking pot and she oh, wrote you a note. Do you remember this? Yeah. She wrote you a note, dude. And I remember you were devastated. You were like, oh man, like just that, just that thought. And, you know, she, yeah. Um, so how that, that whole thing went down is for like my senior trip, my brother's my brothers, me and my brothers all went to New York to go see a, a Red Sox-Yankee game in Yankee Stadium, like the old Yankee Stadium. And, and it was cool, dude. It was like, it was a super fun trip. But like even there, I managed to, you know, sneak off and go find weed and smoke weed. like On your trip? Being, yeah, and then coming yeah. back to my brothers. And then when, when we got to the airport, JFK, I think, is the airport in in New York and yeah we got there and my brother Brandon he picked up a phone call from my dad and my dad had found like I don't know a lot you know like a QP of marijuana like a quarter pound like in the in the back of my forerunner just so much weed like so much wow <laughs> and he called my brother and, and then that was it man like I mean I didn't stop but like that's that's when it all happened and and when I, you know, when, when my mom starts to talk to me about something, like we just, it just carries on, you know, like there's not ever, just because like our, our relationship has been so open and honest since forever. But uh -huh. so, you know, it went from like the story went from, you know, like trying to cover it up, like, oh no, I'm just keeping it for a friend, you know, <laughs> and he's gone. Like I just put it back, dad, please just put it back. It's not even mine to... Like, no, mom, like, I've been smoking weed every day for, you know, a year, like, maybe two years at that point now, so. Wow. So, so when did it start, and then how did this start? Was it just, like, all of a sudden, oh, I'm, I, I want to try smoking weed, or, or how did that go? I've thought, I've thought about this question so much, because that's, you know, that's, like, the, the question that everybody asks is, what is it that made you want to do it? And I truly, like, I truly can't tell you the exact thing, but my, my cousin Tasha, like, she, the way that she, like, kind of explained it one time was just that, you know, like, my, my soul is curious. Like, I've, I've always been curious, you know, like, stick my hand where it doesn't belong, you know, or, or pick something up to, to feel it or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, and... Not necessarily just to like forbidden things, just curious in general. Yeah, just curious yeah. in general about but all things, you know, especially like when you figure out, like for the first time, when you figure out that there's, there is something that you can do, there's something that you can take or you can smoke or drink that will change how you feel. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know, to me, like, so to a person like me, that is just like, I get so like enthralled with the idea or yeah. I did like, you know, like I used to that 
it, it was to the, you know, I wanted to try a few, I want to say like, so when I got home from my mission, like I, I was smoking and, and drinking and stuff, but then I wanted to, you know, like I wanted to try it all. And so I made, oh, okay. yeah, I just made my, my goal to, to figure out what drugs were. And I, I, I pretty much successfully, successfully did that. So up to that point we're we're saying that you'd done like weed, you smoked weed and drank alcohol, but yeah. no no other drugs beyond that? No, well um before you made this like your goal yeah. as you said to to explore yeah. and to and to find these other things. No, I mean I had like part of that conversation with my mom way back when was, you know, like to tell her that I'd done other things too, like you know, I ate mushrooms or on your pizza. Yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, but then you know, as time went on, it wasn't it wasn't enough to. I just I guess I just wanted to know, like I wanted to know what they all did, you know, and how, who I was on them, but. But yeah, and that's like that's kind of where the story gets more interesting, I think, because when when I was in that mindset of like finding new drugs and, mm -hmm. and doing them, you know, that's all I was after. But then after I had done those drugs, like I can see how like what they did to me, you know, like how they changed me. Or and they have. And anybody that tells you differently, because anything that you do, you know, any significant, significant thing that you do in life that either has reward or repercussion is, is going to change you. We want to talk about some of those changes, but before we talk about that, give me an example. Give me an example of an us, uh, of a drug that you tried, the, the change or the experience. You, you mentioned like this soul's yearning for for what changes these bring to you. What What is one of those examples that you have? Oh man, my mom is gonna love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, so, probably- Did you probably tell Deb you're LSD. doing this? Yeah, she knows it all, she knows it all. Oh, that you're doing this podcast. Oh yeah, she knows about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all she right. Knows she knows it all. Okay, yeah. LSD. Yeah, that, I mean the one that, you know, like really did change like in in a significant way almost, but yeah, it was LSD. It was the one that I can really, you know, all the other drugs are like, you, you kind of have like a hangover the next day and it makes you feel like crap and that plays into it or, you know, it's just, but, but when you, when you, when you mess with like hallucinogenics like that, it, mm -hmm. It's a psychosomatic. I think yeah. that's how you say that word, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Words aren't my forte. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I mean, either man, but but yeah, that that drug, and you know, it changed me. And I've seen it. I've seen it change other people too. Like for the you know for the worse. I'm I'm lucky that you know I'm lucky that I you know I wasn't changed in in a less what's the word like a less, almost in a way that like eroded you right like yeah 
took you down a path that you're you're still down right. or not and able you to can't get, get out, out of. of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. So so I've never tried LSD, but <laughs> what is it like when you're on this drug? And if you don't, I mean, if you're not comfortable, you don't want to answer my question. It's not even know. that, like, it's not even <laughs> that I'm uncomfortable about it. It's just that I couldn't explain it. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it's like. It's, you don't, you don't see right. You know, everything is, everything is just like so much, there's so much life in everything. So, you know, like if, if you take this, for example, like you, when you're on LSD, you, you know, like you can feel it. It's almost like you, you touch this table and like you become a part of it and you feel it and you're, you know, like that, but it's, but it's everything around you as well. So yeah, that's, that's the, maybe the best. Interesting. So almost like these material objects just come to life and you're able to like connect with them, like with living things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's wild. It is wild. Yeah, it is wild. <laughs> I would I would lose my mind in that. <laughs> yeah, it's and and you do. That's the point, you know, is to lose yeah. your mind, but yeah. It's interesting. I've heard uh different things about like these psychosomatic drugs and and drugs that take you like into an altered almost like a higher mind state, mm-hmm. state but I think like you said that there's <laughs> is a risk and a change. So so these changes that these drugs have made on you, how how did how did this experience change you in doing these drugs? It just made me more more aware of what they were doing to me. Like because I you know at, at a certain point you you like you begin to like become enslaved to it. So you're just not yourself anymore, you know, like nothing about you is the same because all you want to do is get high. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so yeah, all you want to do is get high and and then you either, like you either just let that take you down to, you know, the point like where you don't care. Yeah. Or you you pick yourself up and you, like you you know it's gonna suck like you know it's gonna suck and and I think that that's why you relapse is because you know it's gonna suck and you just don't want it to suck so bad but but you do I everybody you know everybody that's ever done this you know tried to get clean of something you know or relapsed on something should should know that but that's for me that's how it changed me is because i was just aware like it it made me more aware of maybe like who i would be or what would happen you know just like in the things that my mom was always reminding me were gonna happen you know like like one day I'd just be gone, and and that happens, you know, like that happens so much, you know, you, like to people that we know, like you and I personally know, yeah. and and everybody everybody knows, yeah, you know, it's not, 
this disease that I myself and you know so many other people suffer from, mm-hmm. it takes lives. Like it takes lives every day. Yeah, big big in the media with celebrities, Mac Miller just recently. Right. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. and everybody wants to to you know to talk about you know like it was it an accidental overdose? It's like just listen to an accidental overdoses. that's how scary it can become you know is that you would take so much like it would take you so much to get high that you don't you don't care if it kills you you know you're anybody is conscious anybody that's taking those hard drugs knows what their limit is it's not it's not like it's just not like how people think you know like it was an accident all over he just Uh didn't know it's he knew it just it just took him it just took a lot more to get him high. And at some point you don't care if the amount that it that it's gonna take to get you high kills you. Because of the if I'm not on this, it's gonna suck. Yeah. It's not gonna be Right. It's not it, worth you know, it. Yeah, it's not what life worth living. Yeah. And for a while it's not, you know, like that's it's not worth living. You, it feels like it and I mean But you can always you can always take comfort in in knowing in or thinking i guess that it will never it will it won't always be that bad or it won't always be this bad yeah yeah that's interesting so so having this realization and knowing that i don't want to be on these drugs i need them i don't want to be dependent on them to have an enjoyable have a quality of life and and knowing that at some point there is always this threat of this may be like my my last hit my last dose yeah. of this and also of living what really drove you to end this cycle or continues to drive you to stay off of this cycle right <laughs> Um, I think that it was, I think that it was something that I was, you know, that I was born with. It's the, it's that, that driving force inside me, you know, mm-hmm. and we talked about this, you know, just a little while ago is the, the driving force inside me that wants to do good and wants and maybe, you know, like sometimes, because sometimes, Joe, it feels like it's all just a hoax, you know, like it's never, it won't ever be what I think it's going to be. And maybe it won't, but it won't ever be th- that bad either. It won't, you know, as long as I'm not using drugs, it won't be as bad as it, as it was when I, when I was using drugs. Mm-hmm. What what was bad when you were using drugs? Of course, I mean being on drugs, but um, the things that you do, you know, the like the actions that you that you do. I mean, addiction addiction made me, you know, like a just made me do things that I never ever thought that I would, you know, like like steal from the people that I love the most and 
and lie and and the you know like just burning bridges and not not even caring like it's those things you know your your focus was on the high the drugs didn't matter what you did to other people to get that that was your main focus i remember you know it's crazy taylor like i look back at our relationship even though we didn't keep close contact I believe the universe and in God, you could say, brought us together. I remember one time I was outside of the mall. Do you remember this? Yeah. And I saw you just randomly, right? You're out at your car smoking, I think, like a <laughs> cigarette or something. And I was like, what the heck, Taylor Lloyd? And dude, you're at a low point. Yeah. I remember that conversation we had. And you were like, dude, I'm, 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 I'm back on. Like, you, you, I think you were in this stage of doing yeah. drugs. And you're like, I don't even believe in God anymore. Religion, like, I'm not even going to church. Like, I don't, I just, to see you at that point, dude, my, my heart hurt. I was like, holy crap. Taylor's, Taylor's in some serious stuff. And it, I think it's right. Like it, when, when I first met you, like you were, you had this light <laughs> yeah. and I could tell that within you, there was that desire. I've, I've always known this about you, Taylor. There's this desire just to do and to be good. But sometimes that can get clouded, like you said. Sometimes that vision of utopia that we have in our mind doesn't quite formulate when we want it. And I can see not only you know, from my perspective, but from other people's perspectives of like, what's, what's the point in even continuing trying? And I think that that's where you're at it, at that stage. And when I saw you, but like you said, like it's the universe that it's the universe that keeps us in check, you know, like karma is a <laughs> you can say that, yeah, karma's a bitch, man. <laughs> yeah, it is it, it and it will come back, but but that's but that's what that's what keeps us in check too, you know, that's what allows us to wander, I guess, yeah, so you've mentioned soul, you've mentioned. Uh, we've talked a little bit about God and, and kind of like this desire to do good. So a while back you did this show with the church. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Can't call it Mormon anymore, but the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints. <laughs> you, you did this show with them, and you, and you told your story. You told your story about drugs, about yeah. your marriage, and then kind of like this belief and disbelief in God. And yeah. you, so you were telling me before, right, like you're— you love the show. They've, yeah. they've released this new edit and they've taken some things out. Yeah. And, you, and you wanted to talk a little bit more freely than you were able to on there. So here's your opportunity <laughs> to talk a little bit more freely. All right. I did just drop the B word. So yeah, it's a little bit a little bit different. I'm going to have to put the PG warning yeah. on, PG-13 warning on this one. So uh, it, I mean, it was, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity that I had to do that, you know, but um. But there were just, there's just things that, you know, that I really wanted to stick with it. And that was, like I said on, when I did that, that interview with the church, I said on it that, that I wasn't worthy to, to be married in the temple. And I wasn't, and, and, but I want, I want that to be there. You know, I don't want them. And, and I guess I understand why they did, but, but at the same time, you know, people, people in general, we, we need to, we just need to get used to, to owning our shit mm -hmm. and, 
telling the truth, you know? Yeah. And that, because that's what happened, you know, that's, that's what I did. And And so many other people, you know, so many other people want, I think, to just sweep it under the rug, you know, but, but that's what we can't do that. You know, we're never going to change it if we, if we keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, dude, like I, you know, I wasn't, I, but just like, so take our, our friendship, for example, you know, all the people that we know. Mm-hmm. And how many, so how many of those people, Joe, like, do you think have, have lost the influence of God in their life because of something dumb, you know, or maybe not something dumb, but I get just something. It's yeah. So many. And mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I don't know, man, I'm. I just want people to like to realize that it's okay, you know, like you doesn't matter what you do. And the other thing that I talked about in that in that interview with the church was that it it doesn't matter where you go. Like we're taught in primary that if you sin that God's spirit leaves you and and I guess that's, you know, there's a part of that that's true, you know, like you're mm-hmm. not living with God's spirit, but God never leaves you, ever. Yes. Yeah. It, he's, you know, he's there, he's there to lift you off of cloud nine, but he's also there to lift you up from hell. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody knows that too. That's the thing. Because, because of how I've felt it in my life, and I know how because of how you felt it in your life, I know that everybody else has too. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I guess my thing is is that I just want us all to to get along, maybe. But but then on the other hand, you know, like just think about. So <laughs> we can we can get so so I love it. Let's get now, let's get deep. Let's get deep. <laughs> since you know, since I've been clean for for whatever how however long now, I'm I'm like I'm just always thinking about about when I you know like when I die, and that's probably you know maybe that's not healthy i mean i'm not thinking about it like i'm not thinking about it i'm not suicidal or anything you know but like what is it that you're thinking about so there's death but are you thinking about dying or are what is it about that that you're thinking of i'm thinking about what you know what will happen to me when i die and i'm thinking about what will happen you know what will life be when i'm dead or or whatever like that's what i think about and I don't know. I just want the I want the people that I love the most. Like, and you know, my family, like my fam, my direct family. They, you know, they obviously believe the same as I do that we'll, you know, we'll live, we'll live together again. But, but there's other people that don't. You know, and I don't know, man. Those that's that's like what hurts me the most is is to see those people and to see those people not 
not want to try. I I agree with you 100%, right? It's a crappy thought process to have to think that this life happens. There's no reason or meaning for it. And then when it's done, it's done. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree. Why why not, like you're saying, right, right, think about this, apply what's happening in this life, experiences that you have, and to know that there is something greater and grandeur than what we're experiencing now in that is to come (laughs) yeah right exactly man and it changes your perspective on life and how you live your life absolutely it does it it makes everything so much better you know like to have not to say that i have a knowledge of that but i do you know i believe that that will happen because just because i believe that you know that god or or whatever, you know, like whatever the bigger force behind my existence is, has made it clear to me that that it's not, man. It's it's just not like I'm not like I'm not here with a microphone to my face, you know, like with my buddy Joe. Like this isn't this isn't just like I don't know. It's but people think that it's not, that they, yeah, that we're just going to be done, you know, like it, it's yeah. game over after that. Yeah. And it's so sad. It's sad to like to, to live with that. But it's also sad to see it in the people that, you know, don't really believe that, mm-hmm. but yet continue to, to say it because for whatever reason, they, I don't know, maybe it gives them comfort. But so so how is this thought of something greater after this life caused you to lead and live a different life than before being being in drugs making bad decisions and and not believing in God yeah well so i mean when if we go back to the time that i saw you in front of the mall you know smoking say or probably withdrawing waiting for you know homeboy to pull up with you know with the sack i Dang, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Taylor's just hanging outside the mall <laughs> right here, just doing some shopping. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Joe. <laughs> but uh, I was, you know, you get so sick of yourself screwing up. You know, you get so sick of, apologizing and feeling like a piece of shit all the time that it's like you did you know it's like you even if there is you deserve like you deserve the worst we as people we want like we we're so hard on ourselves you know because of whatever but but now it's not like that and and I never, you know, it's not like I knew, like, because when I got clean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't my idea of an afterlife that got me clean. It's, it's, it was the idea of this life. But since I've been clean. What, what was that idea? 
or this new idea that you'd had or the, or the idea that prompted this change? Just that I wanted to be like, I wanted to be something, you know, something besides a drug addict. And, and it's so funny, like, it's so funny that I say that because like now my life is like, I'm going to, you know, I'll always be a drug addict, but mm-hmm. I won't always use drugs. You know, I'm not using drugs and, and I don't ever plan to use, to use drugs again, but That's what, I guess that's what, you know, that's just what it does. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, Taylor. That's, that's amazing because you, and literally what so many people struggle so hard to do, right, is to see that there, one, is something better and something more, not only down the road, but immediately. Yeah. right away right right here right now that's better for them than say it's drugs say it's say it's for making any change that they want in their life you you, you could put anything in there yeah. it's that belief that tomorrow can be a better day and i'm going to make the changes right now to do that rather than waiting for a perfect situation a scenario or something to happen to make that change that's awesome uh and and you know second right to 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 realize this is a change in process. This is something that's going to take time. Because I did this doesn't mean I'm not able to receive that better life. Like yeah. don't cast it off. You you still are able. You you still you still have worth. You still have value and you can still bring these things to come to pass in your life yeah. and change and, and you know I one of the things that you mentioned is this relationship that we have with God. I 100% agree with you. God is never gone. I think things that we do does drive his spirit away. He's never going to forsake yeah. us. He's never going to leave us alone. The only time that he's ever left anyone alone was when Christ was on the cross and it was necessary. Otherwise, he's always there for us when we're ready to make that change. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's... <laughs> I think that's some very important principles that you're sharing for 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 people, anybody to understand and to realize no matter what it is in your life that you are struggling with and wanting to change, you can make that change and there's this higher power that's yeah. there waiting, waiting for you to essentially call out to him. Now, now whether it be God, whether it be you believe in a spirit, whether you believe in the universe where this power in my mind, is essentially all the same. And this power is ready and willing to help you, as you said, be something more than a drug addict. Yeah, that's an experience you went through. Right. But that experience has made you who you are today. Yeah. And like I said, like, it's so funny to say that, but like when I, (laughs) earlier, like when I said that it's so funny, I say that is because now, like, I wouldn't change it. Like, I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, and I mean, I didn't think that I know, I didn't think that either, but I, but I know it now. Like I know that I've, now I know that like, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, I'm, I can, I can find a way to do it. Like, and I'm not, you know, I'm not, hopefully that, you know, that doesn't sound arrogant, but like, I just know that if there's something that I want to do and that something is, is good and positive and then I can find a way to do it. But because it's because of 
a strength that I find from somewhere else, you know? Mm -hmm. How do you, we can't, some days we feel it and some days we don't, you know? That's just how it is. It's, but, and to tell you the truth, the days that we don't feel it happen a lot more than the days (laughs) we do, right? All right. Our lives aren't the Instagram perfect, Facebook, (laughs) social media, every day is going to be great and glorious life that we put on there. More often than not, I agree, there are going to be those rough days. And and those are the important days. Those are the days that it matter that you do good. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the days that you remember. Exactly. Those are the strength building days and when you grow. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. We, it's... It's just who we are, you know. Again, it's it's rooted into who we are, and that's why we we as as a human race are always battling back and forth against whether or not a god exists. Mm-hmm. It's because we know we know somewhere that it is, you know. Every one of us does. Yeah, it's it's what gets us up in the morning, man. It's what puts a smile on our face. It's it's everything, but. You know, we can always, we can always find a way to, to disprove anything in our own minds or justify anything. Yeah, thoughts are powerful. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree, and and like you said earlier, right? Why not believe? Why not believe in something greater? Why not believe in this higher power that has the ability to help you? Like you said, as as long as it be good, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. As long as it be good to to accomplish that good, to be whatever you want to be and do whatever you want to do than having this idea that, and, and here's the thing, right? I'm not saying you're a bad person and good things won't happen to you if you don't have this belief, because honestly, I think you could live a perfectly happy life, not believing in God, not believing in a higher power. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's just not going to be a purpose there. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've met, I've met people, you know, that like don't necessarily believe in God and are happy people. But they believe in something. You, I don't know. I, that's just my. That's my take. Is like you, you've got to have something. Yeah. You know whether it's you, whether it's you believe in your. You know, like your mad basketball skills or or whatever. Like you have that. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. We just like we got turned around there for a minute. <laughs> Man, I want to talk about my mad basketball yeah, skills right? now. Why are we talking about basketball? Like Mike. Yeah, it's something that I couldn't talk about for very long. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a good basketball player. Yeah, neither not, am I. You know, I, I fake it at sports. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, fake, I say that you I know, fake I'm everything, good. I'm, an, I'm an athlete, <laughs> but really I'm terrible, but I play. No, right. but, but, you know, revisiting something you said, and one of the messages that you wanted to to talk about today was the fact that people shouldn't get offended. People shouldn't build these bridges for themselves. And you mentioned that it's it's sad when people people fall away from this belief. I, I think you said fall away from the church, but but you know fall away from this belief system that they have. Yeah, it is. I mean. It's like now like that we're talking about it, like I'm just imagining all the people in my life watching this video and just being like, you stupid, you know, like, and 
but still like it needs to be said like i need i wait why why are people saying that just because they're gonna continue to like they're gonna want to still do it man you know like it doesn't matter what we say all they're gonna do is be like f you like f you taylor and joe (laughs) i'm gonna do what i want to do like you don't know you don't know you don't know me yeah it's like you don't know what life it's like you don't know what my life is and that you know maybe that is true like i i don't you you and i we don't but like I mean, we have lives too. Yeah. I think that that's one thing that really drives people away and, and causes separation. This, this thought and this idea, right? That my life is so different from yours Yeah. when really, and what I'm finding out with this show is that, man, everybody's been through some stuff. Everybody has a story. Yeah. Sure. My story may be different from yours, but are we all that different? We've gone through shit. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone through tough yeah. times. Your your story is 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 with drugs, is is with this addiction. And and you actually called it a disease, which I think is a better word for it. This this disease, right? Disease. A, a self-inflicted disease. And you know, I I grew up in the foster care system in in this in not having like a knowledge of of a of a family, um, not having my own dad and having my own mom yeah. <laughs> in my life, and that's not to say that my foster family didn't bring me that life, but man, initially growing up with that and trying to figure it all out caused me to go into some deep depression, yeah. caused me to do some of this higher thinking, and 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 see, I think it's when we really sit down with somebody and we talk about how different our lives are, we can really see how similar we are. The experiences that we go through may be different, but deep down there's depression, there's sorrow, there's uncertainty. There are these same underlying issues that we all face. And you know what? It's the same thing that's going to bring us out of those situations. Hope, faith, a belief, a new higher thought pattern. Right. And it's like, why, why, why do you think we're so different? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, I would challenge anybody who is saying that right now that they're watching this video. You don't know me. Well, come sit down. Let's right. talk. Right. Let me, let me know you. Let me get to know you. <laughs> yeah. And let's see how different we are. I, you know, one of the big things for me in, in starting this podcast, I had to get over this fear that I was going to be constantly judged, that the material that I was going to put out wouldn't resonate or, or wouldn't connect with people. And, you know, ultimately I was just like, I'm going to do it because I like to think that even if this episode, let's say 10,000 people, that's, <laughs> that's very lofty, 10,000 people somehow hear this message and only one person really yeah. will connect with that message. And that's enough for me. Right. All you 9,999 haters out there. They're going to hate anyway. They're, they're going to hate. And it's not their time. It's yeah. not their time to hear this message. But that one person, can you, can you imagine the effects that one individual can have? Can you imagine the ripple effect you're going to have that you've made it through this situation, Taylor? That you have this story, that you have these experiences that now... I hope you're so. sharing. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. That's is my hope is that somebody, you know, somebody will see similarities and and will see strength from it. But but then it, you know, then at the same time, I'm I'm worried about it too. You know, it's just that 
it's not yeah. but yeah but then at the same time dude it's like it's for you and i as well you know like i'm here like i'm putting it all out like i was talking to i was talking to a, like a good friend last night and and she told me you know that she you know for whatever reason is just is pissed about some stuff and shit what was it what were we just talking about what were we talking about before i mentioned that girl <laughs> we're talking about accepting our message <laughs> people accepting our message yeah <laughs> man sometimes that happens to me you know like Get sometimes it. i will be thinking about something like and when i started thinking about something else like it all just goes away dude yeah bro, i don't know probably those hard drugs did that to me but <laughs> i was gonna joke with you and say you know that because <laughs> now like i cannot remember like for the life of me i cannot remember what i was just gonna say <laughs> shit yeah man you, you you're taking me for a loop here but, but you, <laughs> you're talking about talking with a good friend last night she said she's upset about some things yeah like i remember saying that <laughs> i know i remember saying that but i was gonna say something like that that pertained to our and i'm gonna remember it in two minutes yeah he, we'll circle back right we're talking about you know hoping that our message connects with somebody not worrying what anybody else thinks about you know what we're saying yeah right <laughs> We'll, we'll, oh right so oh like, oh okay. there it is <laughs> oh there it is <laughs> so like when i like i was like when we were talking is it's it just it's she like i was telling her that she need like she's got to talk about like these things that are going on in her life and you know she she doesn't want to and she's got every you know she's got every reason to you know, to not want to or to to not, but yeah, but you know, like in talking with her, like as as we're talking about these things that are happening in her life, I, you know, she just because she just became like a little bit less hard as you know as the night went on to, you know, to like thinking that it was something that you know she can deal with and it's it's not a big deal and and it's gonna be fine you know to like to just being honest you know like yeah. when when you say something out loud like so you know like what you and i are doing right now we're putting it out on the table we're talking yeah. about it it just makes it more real for me you know that that these are the things that that i have a problem with you know my problems are are drugs like i mm -hmm. you know and it's been like that for even you know, I started, you know, smoking weed when I was 16, but like, you know, like it's anything, dude. And it's even still to this day, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get rid of like every addictive behavior I have probably ever. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully, you know, hopefully the substances will, you know, will, will diminish away, but like, that's just who I am. And like the more I can talk about it, the more the more I can understand like where like where I'm actually really at with it. Yeah. Instead of just building this like you know, building like my comfort my comfort blanket or like my comfort zone around me mm -hmm. so that I'm okay and I can keep on a cool face, but 
But when you talk about it, like when you put it down, then then you get a sense of what's really going on. Exactly. And and there's truth in what you're saying, Taylor, right? Like we're always going to have struggles. We're always going to be imperfect beings. I believe that's the journey of life is figuring out that mastery. And And you know what? Despite some people believing so, we're never going to be perfect in this life. Yeah, <laughs> You're never no. going to reach that. Um, but with that, I believe that we can honestly overcome anything that we put our mind to if we believe it, if we act it, and if we have God on our side, we can overcome it because we we don't have weaknesses. We have strengths that aren't developed yet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Think, That's a good way to put it. Think think about this, Taylor. Sure, you you've you've have this addiction and you have different addictions out there, whatever they may be. I'm I'm the same way. I, I have those in my life. Yeah. But it they will always remain that way until we resolve to make it different. And and I I promise you that if you we think about it and if rather than rehearsing and saying i'm always going to have these addictions if we change that thought process right inception plant in your mind mm-hmm. this little seed in this little thought i can end this habit this habit will end i have the power that this disease this addiction is not going to control me whatever it may be no matter how difficult it may be we can always overcome but you're right, right? We're always going to have those things that are circled back. This is this is a never-ending process. We're going to yeah. uncover new weaknesses. There's going to be new addictions. Yeah. But the but the process and how we solve it and how we get past them, we totally can do that within our power. Now, share with me the advice you would give to somebody that is in a situation that may be similar to yours. Say they're right now not wanting to make a change in their life those haters out there right like i i don't want to listen to your message taylor and i'm i'm perfectly fine living my life the way that i am more specifically let's say somebody who maybe has this disease of addiction particularly with drugs mm-hmm. what advice would you give this individual having gone through that experience yourself that it gets easier and that that you're not, you know, you're not what you make yourself out to be. Just the, you know, like all those cheesy little things like that, you know, like the self-affirmations that you say in the mirror every morning in rehab. It's, it's so true. Like, because now I, now I look back at like, like just thinking in my mind about somebody that may be, you know, like struggling to, you know, to get off drugs or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. I, that's just how I think I'm like, like you're worth it. You know, like your life is even now, like your life is, It's a good thing, and it it will only get better. As long as you want your life to get better, it will. It's just like the power of thought, you know, like 
the power of thinking if you think about something long enough eventually that thing happens or or you that thing becomes a part of of you mm-hmm. but I, I i just want anybody out there that is struggling with addiction like you can do it it's something that can be done you know it's not and i hate i hate when i hate when people say that you know that people can't change that's that's so unfair and that's so unfair because you know i did it and i did it i did it with the help of god i can't deny that that i did but but i did it and and people can change and people can people can surprise themselves and surprise everybody else I just like want to say all like these cheesy cliche things that I don't know why that's what I want to do right now, but I guess my advice isn't as as real like but life is so precious, you know. Like once you can once you can stop you know, like escaping to a dark place because it's where you're comfortable you'll see that life is full of so much beauty, man. It's a, and it's in everything. Like it's, I mean, even like I, I work out at the airport and it's like, it's so gnarly, like so crazy. And most days I'm just like, this sucks. <laughs> but, you know, there, there will always be those times too. Like when I'll just, like I'll just laugh about something and, you know, it's all okay in that moment or it's all okay for that little while and that little while you know it'll make it'll make the time worth it until you get to that next little while you know yeah that's beautiful taylor the (laughs) the cheesy things so i was telling you earlier about a book i was reading the power of positivity yeah affirmations those cheesy things, those belief, those thoughts. I think that's part of the reason why too people don't change, right? It's it's doing things like that. Affirming yeah. to yourself, I have power, I am, I have worth, I'm greater right. than this. They don't believe that there's power in those simple no, cheesy things. It's it's in the foundation. So you say it's cheesy, I know that there's power in those things. And I'm that's awesome that those are the things that came to mind for you of yeah. People that are in that situation that they need to, uh, they need to embrace and to we believe tear themselves. ourselves. Like we tear ourselves down so well, you know, and and we tear ourselves down like not even giving any regard to how we'll build ourselves back up. And and it's like in our own mind that's justice, you know, that's justice for what we're doing or what we've done, but. Man, that is so whack, dude. That is like, that is not. And it's crazy to, you know, because I can remember very, very clearly thinking those exact same thoughts, you know, like, like this shit isn't worth it. Like this is, you know, and like, even if I do get clean, like I'm never, you know, like every time, like every time I, you know, 
whatever, like go out on a date with a girl or, or like get serious with a girl. It's like, I'm, I'm going to have to tell her those things, you know, like she's going to have to know about all the stuff that I've done. Like not all of it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that like you need to be totally open and honest about everything you've ever done. Cause that's up the book of life of Taylor. That's not a good idea. You know, ain't nobody going to stick around if I open that book up, <laughs> but like a little bit, you know, enough, like even a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that, you know, eventually that will happen and I've got to, I've got to figure out a way to you know, like to like, what? Well, sorry, so like in my mind, like back like when I would think about like you know, I'm always going to have to do this, I'm always going to have to deal with this that's all I was thinking about is how shitty life would be without drugs and always you know, like because I use drugs for so long and with everything that everything I do in some way reminds me of doing drugs and and that's kind of like a scare too is like thinking about thinking about wanting to do drugs and not or all those things but yeah you do it and you do it and you're doing it right now. And I'm doing it right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a hope of a better tomorrow, Joe. There you go. And that ties in with my last question that I have for you now. What advice would you impart on everybody listening here right now to, to live a better tomorrow, to live their optimal lives? I would say my, my advice tonight is you know, to put things down on the table, like to, to talk about things, to, to be open about things and accept things, you know, just, yeah, man, the, the serenity prayer, maybe, is my advice to, to all the people listening, because, change is so easy it's just so scary i mean i shouldn't say that i shouldn't say change is easy change is not easy but mm -hmm. but it can be done you know change can be done love it taylor i've enjoyed our conversation love and you, appreciate everybody for listening um if Today's message resonated with you. If it resonated and you think that it can help somebody's life, like this video, this podcast, share it with them. How's great value? Before before we go, I want to share the serenity prayer. You mentioned that, so let's Okay. Let's go over that, right? Let's do it. Let's see. Wait. Let me hit the uh images button. This is better than my Tuesday night meeting, Joe. When's your Tuesday night meeting? Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh like your... Uh... Like my AA meeting. Yeah. So so here's the serenity prayer, and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, wrap up from here. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Yes, sir. That's great advice, Taylor. Yes, sir. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everybody, and listening. We'll see you next week. Taylor, again, thank you for being here. Thank you.